Hello, wrestling fans. It is Sunday. It is August 30th, and it is 3 p.m. We are just a few hours away from WWE Payback. One week after uh, SummerSlam happened, so it's a lot of quick turnaround. But remarkably enough, they have eight matches on uh, already figured out. But it's happening tonight from the Thunderdome in Amway Center. And Stephen, you're in Toronto. How are you doing? Not bad. I don't know why WWE is doing a pay-per-view a week later, but... I... Yeah, and then it even uh, offset when uh, Clash of Champions was supposed to be, because I think it was supposed to be the 20th of September. It's been bumped to the 27th. Uh, so I guess it's a good thing that they don't, are not doing traditional pay-per-view anymore because they wouldn't be locked into, uh, or they'd be locked into all those dates as opposed to being able to shuffle around on their own network. Um, Probably for the best because I don't know who's going to pay for this horse shit. Understandable. So we have a kickoff show um, on it. It's going to have Ruby Riot and... Uh, Liv Morgan, the Riot Squad, reformed, taking on the Iconics. There's been a lot of uh, bullying, I guess, from the Iconics on Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan, and now they're once again going to go against each other. Your thoughts? That's, yeah, I can see how that is. All right, I'm going to hit the fast-forward button on this one, but I'm yep. assuming the Riot Squad's going to win. I loved Ruby Riot 3 three years ago, obviously injuries hampered her. I hope they turn her back into what she was because she's an amazing wrestler, but this this match does nothing for me. I, I, I don't understand anymore. Yeah, I'm not sure if they even realize what they are uh, doing with Ruby at the moment because, you know, she came back uh, heel on Liv Morgan. And then next thing you know, oh, we don't have anything probably for her. Let's put them back together. I honestly would have, especially with their look, I would have uh, possibly brought up Shotzi Blackheart to be with uh, Ruby. They both had the green hair going on. They could have uh, had a good combination together, I think, better than Liv and uh, Ruby. I do see them winning, unfortunately. I do like the uh, Iconics, but they are been treated differently uh like a lot of the they're mostly the famous jobbers but then they'll give peyton royce something at the same time so i am going to go uh with uh the riot squad to uh take this one and that brings us to our first match that i'm going to uh, pull up on the main card which has sheamus taking on big e big e is doing the solo gig uh, now, uh, since the other two members of New Day, Kofi and uh, Woods, are both injured. And Sheamus seems to be just trying to be the bully of everybody uh, going on. Biggie uh, had a good singles run. Let's see if he can do another one. Your thoughts? I'm actually excited. I think Sheamus is pretty amazing, and so is Biggie. Um, I'm going to take Big E. Yeah, uh, I would have to agree with you, uh, Big E, uh, winning uh, that because he needs the bigger push at the moment. And if they're going to give him any sort of singles run, whether he goes after the uh, Intercontinental title 
or leapfrogs and somehow gets himself into the main event pitcher. He has to start somewhere, and Sheamus seems to be that sort of gatekeeper uh, that a lot of uh, different talent have uh, found themselves in. Uh, next up, we will see Matt Riddle against King Corbin. Uh, oh. It's been going on for a while. Corbin has his King's Ransom on uh, the bounty on Riddle's head. Shorty G's tried to get it, but failed numerous times. Now they're going to step into the ring against each other. Oh, the original bro wins this. Um, you can see that Matt Riddle... So it starts with King Corbin. You can usually see King Corbin, and then they move on to probably Sheamus will be his next feud. But you can see him moving up the ladder. And I think, and I'm going to predict this now, Matt Riddle is at some point soon either a WWE Universal Champion or a World Champion. He's got that. You you can make him a heel because he's got that arrogant look to his face, or you can keep him as a baby face, that dumb, lovable baby face, or you can have him as the cocky heel. Yeah, because he can uh, definitely pull off the RVD, dumb uh, surfer sort of guy, high, obviously, because we know that he loves uh, the marijuana and Mary Jane uh, habits, just like an RVD. And uh, maybe uh, also if this match doesn't uh, go so well, we do see somebody else who would be uh, Riddle's next opponent be trying to claim that King's Ransom uh, going along with that. So maybe even if uh, – yeah, actually, I might go with uh, Corbin only because of some outside interference, just to go a little opposite. Uh, might sound strange, King Corbin picking up something, but I think it only helps Matt Riddle advance. Then we have – the tag team match that happened on Raw that didn't get a finish because Retribution interrupted it, but was obviously expected after what happened last Sunday at uh, SummerSlam. Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio taking on the Monday Night Messiah, uh, Seth Rollins, and his tag team partner, his disciple, Murphy. I'm going to uh, go with the Mysterios. I think it's the only way to properly put a a bow on this because I don't think that this storyline is going to continue going into Clash Champions and into Survivor Series. I'm going to go Ray and Dominic Mysterio, um, and I'm assuming Murphy's get taken the fall on this, but yeah, I want to agree with you on that one because it was also announced, I believe, Friday night on SmackDown that Monday tomorrow night on Raw. Ray and uh, Seth are going to go one-on-one with each other. So uh, I think somehow uh, that plays out. Maybe even Dominic picks up the victory in this uh, match, but it'll be on Murphy, and then we get Ray and uh, Seth tomorrow night on Monday Night Raw. Uh, Plus, hopefully, they also do something with the crowning of Prince Mysterio uh, to give Dominic his new name. No, that's a dumb name. Please don't ever do that. Well, that's that's the rumor that's going to happen. If they choose a different name, fine, but I think they're going to work their way to getting him under a hood. Uh, He's already got the hood on the back of his uh, ring gear. Which brings us to Keith Lee taking on uh, the Apex Predator, Randy Orton. 
uh, Keith Lee, former NXT champion, just brought up uh, this past Monday. Randy Orton took out uh, the WWE champion Drew McIntyre with three punts on Monday, and they supposedly have a uh, fractured skull and bleeding on the brain to explain Drew's absence. I don't know if that means he drops the title, but their matchup on Monday did not have an ending, so they're going to do it tonight. I'm going to go with Limitless Keith Lee. I think the only reason why you bring him up from NXT and put him in a feud with Randy Orton is to get him over. Randy doesn't need the victory. It's not going to do anything for his career, um, and it won't hurt him to lose. Um, I'm going Keith Lee. There's no point of putting Keith Lee in a match with Randy Orton just to have Keith Lee lose his first match. Yeah, and uh, for the non-finish that happened Monday, Keith Lee getting uh, brought up from NXT after being the uh, North American champion, won the uh, main title from uh, Adam Cole, ending his streak, but less than 45 days later, he's uh, dropping it and brought up to the main uh, roster. They obviously have some plans for him and putting him in a high-profile match against what people are considering the greatest or the best uh, worker right now, Randy Orton, only helps elevate Keith Lee from his move from the third brand or developmental up to a main roster. So I would agree with uh, Keith Lee. That brings us to the United States title being put on the line with Apollo finally going against Bobby Lashley after a bunch of stop and starts and only going against MVP. But the Hurt Business will be at ringside and the U.S. title is on the line. I'm going to go with Apollo Crews. My gut says Lashley because he'll get he'll the the hurt business will help him win, but I don't understand the point of taking the belt off Apollo Cruz yet. Um, he hasn't really done much with it other than feud with MVP, and I actually want to see Apollo Cruz feud with some other people, uh, Keith Lee, um, anyone really. So I'm going Apollo Cruz, but. I don't know anymore. Yeah, this one, uh, they've been playing a little bit of hot potato with the title. It's nice to see Apollo Crews with the belt, but they took Lashley out, for some reason out of the main event picture with uh, Drew McIntyre without really uh, finishing that feud and put him down in the U.S. title, and they're uh, building the Hurt Business. So if they're going to go over and look dominant, they're going to have to probably uh, get the title and put it on Lashley. So that's what I'm going to go with tonight. The downside is it pushes Apollo back down, which is not a good thing. But they really haven't built anybody up to be competition for the Hurt Business. So using non-WD logic, I'm putting the belt on Lashley uh, because maybe Apollo is better with the chase rather than ducking and dodging the Hurt Business. Well, they do have Night of Champions in September, so maybe you have him challenge again if he loses. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, They're going to be tied together for a bit, probably. Um, Then we have the tag team titles for the women on the line as Dos Belts Bailey uh, teaming with 
uh, Sasha Banks to take on Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Nia and Shayna were feuding with each other, but all of a sudden, because they were being made fun of and encouraged to fight with each other on uh, Monday by Sasha and Bailey, they decided to put their differences aside to go after the tag team titles and uh, crush these two. Um, Friday, Shayna and Nia kind of made fun of them, and uh, that. And it was interesting and telling at the same time that um, Sasha looked at Bailey as she said that I'm going to get retribution for what happened at SummerSlam and then turned her attention to uh, Shayna and Nia about retaining the titles and stuff like that. So they definitely have been sowing some seeds for a long time with Bailey and Sasha, but then they've been really good together as the superpower heels. Two, uh, two women uh, power trip type deal. I don't think it's time to uh, set them up for a battle, but I can see it almost happening that they drop the titles and battle at Night of Champions, which I would put that at a bigger show than a Night of Champions, but that's what I see unfortunately happening. Yourself? Yeah, I agree. I think uh, the golden role models win the retain the women's tag team champions I think Nia leaves um, Jaina for dead in the middle of the match. I think uh, Jasmine Dukes and Schaefer come out. And I think this is going to be the start of the Horsewomen, Horsewomen, um, leading into uh, Survivor Series. I would like that. That would be okay. Uh, unfortunately, Becky can't be with them because of her being pregnant. Uh, obviously, uh, Charlotte could come back, and uh, at least three of the four uh, WWE horse women are heels. But then they have to start toning back down on uh, those hints of dissension between Bailey and Sasha. Yeah, I think you'll find that there'll be a replacement WWE horsewomen, Rhea Ripley, something like that, to step in at that time for a Survivor Series four on four. Well, they could still do three on three in that regards because uh, uh, what's her name isn't back. Yeah, yeah but I, I expect her to be back anytime. Ronda, you think Ronda Rosie's coming back? I think so. I think WWE kind of needs her. Unfortunately, she wasn't a great talent, but she was a name. So I'm guessing she'll be back anytime. Even if it's three on three, horseman and horsewoman, I'm all in. But to me, I think like I think it's too soon to break Becky and Bailey up, or not Becky Banks and um, Bailey. Really? I think that should be a. Uh, to me, you hold off until WrestleMania season when you have totally. fans. I totally agree with that, and especially when they just showed that uh, documentary on uh, the network at Twenty Four Special uh, behind the scenes of their uh, matchup from uh, Takeover and talking about it like they've already shown that they've put on amazing matches. So hopefully they hold back on that. I love your idea, but this is also going to be. I'm okay with them showing a little bit of tension, but I think you hold off until you hit one of the big four. Yeah. And that brings us to the final match of the night. Uh, triple threat match. The fiend ended up getting the title off of uh, Braun Strowman. Uh, after some really 
awkward uh, finishing moments of the match at SummerSlam where uh, Braun tried cutting up the ring and then turned around and asked Fiend why he won't die. And he took two Sister Abigails on the planks and lost the title. Only for Roman Reigns to show up, spear both of them, beat them up, yell at them, and now apparently has, as of Friday, aligned himself with Paul Heyman as his advocate. Um, and they signed the contract and I guess got something revised in the contract as well, uh, almost pulling a Dean Ambrose uh, or John Moxley from AEW, getting a clause changed in their contract signing from Wednesday night. But that's our main event for the Universal title, Triple Threat. What do you see going on? I think The Fiend retains. I think... So to me, I think Heyman with Roman is good because I don't think Roman's a great talker. But I could also see this being a setup for Brock Lesnar to come back, feud with Roman Reigns. I'm assuming Braun Strowman's taken the fall, and I think The Fiend wins. Could be as simple as Roman hits the spear, Fiend throws him out, cover, hits his sister Abigail, one, two, three. And I think the clause in the contract is a one-on-one rematch at... United um, Champions? Yes. Yeah, because I've seen a lot of people think that this is the... Final, finally, the heel turn that everybody's wanted for Roman Reigns. Um, not sure if it's uh, going to happen officially. Uh, could be setting up, like you said. But there's also talk that this is a way of uh, making The Fiend a fan favorite all of a sudden. And because people want to cheer him anyway, so they're going to send him in that route. Uh, so he'd probably be using more of the heel glove as opposed to the hurt glove. Uh, so... I don't know what's all going on with that, but yeah, I would like to see The Fiend retain. I think it's way too early, even though, yes, Roman would have gotten the title off of Goldberg had he uh, decided to uh, take part in WrestleMania and hang around, but obviously health-wise, he couldn't. He's finding it probably somehow good to come back, and that's why they've decided to bring him back, but I think it's too early uh, for him to just pop back up and get the uh, title and, once again, hot potato a championship and make it meaningless. So that is our predictions for Payback. It's happening later on tonight on the WWE Network from the Thunderdome uh, at the Amway Center. And the kickoff show, I think, is probably starting at 6 o'clock with a 7 o'clock uh, showtime. This will probably be a quick one, maybe done by 9.30. Definitely not uh, going to get extended. Uh, if it makes it to 10 o'clock, I'll be surprised. But that's what's happening later on tonight. Steven, I thought we could do this now because of the fact that you, unfortunately, were not feeling well. And we didn't have a full card to even talk about last uh, Thursday night on uh, the regular podcast. So thank you for joining me. Everybody who's watching, thank you. And we will see you. Wednesday for uh, the part four of Fantasy Warfare Tournament, and then Wednesday at 10 p.m. for our regular uh, Scumbags podcast, where we'll talk about the results of this, and I'm going on vacation after that. So have a great night. Enjoy payback. See you later, Stephen. Bye.